Yeah, we could start right now. You okay. know me, I was born ready. I know you were. You know, and it's like I was just saying, like I was just saying, I said, my father turned to me and, and said something. And, and what gets me is 20 years ago, uh, a show that I have never seen hit the airways, The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Amazing you've never seen The Sopranos. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You've never, I have seen, never the seen The Sopranos. Oh my God. Nope. Lou, you grew up in New Jersey, for God's sake. I know, I know. I'll tell you what, I did watch that movie with Joe Piscopo and Danny DeVito where they played these wannabe wise guys. It was hysterical. Have you uh, ever especially seen Goodfellas? Yes, I have okay. seen Goodfellas. You know, but that one with Joe Piscopo was amusing because half of it took place dead neck and half of it took place up in the first ward. So I knew everywhere they were. Yeah. You know, but same thing with The Sopranos. People from New Jersey keep saying... But the thing is, it's it's funny because I sit there and I'll I'll be up however long with my father and half the conversations in English and half the conversations in Italian, and I had all these guys that were watching, you know, that don't they don't know, but three words in Italian and they're all dirty, right? And all of a sudden they're walking around like they're walnuts or their uh, the, the arms or the nose or the leg or whatever the gimp, the, you know, all of a sudden, right? And I was like, oh, no, but these people don't. So I'd say stuff to them in Italian. They look at me with this blank stare. <laughs> you know, and I was like, so then I say something like, Benvenuti a tutti. Questione tradizione di political QRM. Buckle up and lock and load. <laughs> Multilingual today, aren't we, Lou? Oh yes, we're 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 uh, bilingual. But, well, but, hey, I can. Well, we're trilingual because I try Latin once. I can throw in some Russian. I can throw in a yeah. lot of things here, my friend. Um, well, oh, we're the veritable UN of uh, of oh, podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, for the record, for the record, uh, uh, for the record, I welcome everyone to another edition of Political QRM. In case people say, "Oh, well, great." That's rude, talking Italian and not telling anybody what just – so now I just told you what I – Okay. Well, again, everyone, welcome. Uh, it has been a while, I know. Um, how long has it been since – Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's been since before Christmas. the midterm election, since before. Yeah. Yes, and I'm sorry. Oh, you know what? What? I'm going to stop what? promising that we're going to keep trying to do yeah, it every week. Th- and every God knows you know, what's our, our podcasts, whether they're once a month, once a week, once a year, they're worth it. They're worth waiting for. So exactly. it's no biggie. Exactly. So anyway, folks, we're back. And um, <laughs> it's a new year. Happy New Year, everyone. And hey. we have a new Congress. Oh. But thank God we yeah, still have well, Donald ish. Trump as president. And the Dems now are in charge of the House. And I'm going to tell you, Lou, when I realized that they won the House, they were going to be the majority in the House, and Pelosi was going to be Speaker again, I'll be honest with you, I was like, I was, you know, kind of nervous about it. And I said, oh my God, what they're going to do, and da 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 da. Well, since they've all been sworn in, they have been 
basically tripping over themselves, uh, flailing in the mud. Um, it's been wonderful, I have to admit. I mean, you watch Pelosi stand there and say, under no condition is Donald Trump going to get a wall. She actually stood there and said, I'll give him $1 for a wall, which, by the way, everybody remember that because that's how much she thinks all the millions of American lives are worth. They're not even worth a dollar. Okay? So, um, plus the fact that uh, I appreciate President Trump's um, efforts and the fact that he's not backing down. And I am telling all the GOP, including Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, um, uh, uh, Lamar Alexander, and good old Mittens Romney, back off. Good old Mittens. Back off. Listen, I'll tell you something. Anytime I write Romney's name in anywhere on the, uh, whenever I put any politician, I always put whether a D or, a, or an R and whether, what state they're from. And I always put D mess for Romney. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. as far as I'm concerned, I don't care where he's from. I don't care where he's at. He's, he's, as far as I'm concerned, historically, he's a Massachusetts Democrat. He is. No, he is. You're right on that. So, you know, and I really wish they would all shut up because the only thing these people are, um, concerned about is their own career and their next election. That's it. That's and they, and they started all kinds of grief. They started all kinds of grief before they were even swore in. I know. And then on top of I, I read somewhere, I don't remember it was Western or independent or whatever, one of the uh, review sites that in the first week after the swearing in, they already had 2000 bills crafted. Really? Who was it? The Dems? It, yeah. No, no, they were all. They yeah, were, well, they, well, you know as well as I do, probably, they planned this. They got, they got, they got, they got this big. I bet you they got this big binder, Lou, <laughs> that has all these bills in, it, and they go, you know, take one from page one, take one from page ten. Well, I think it's it's better than having a binder full of women. But yeah, um, well, that was a stupid yeah. thing for him to say. My <laughs> God, stupid. And you want to talk? You want to talk stupid? Let's get. Let's go from the ridiculous to the sublime here. Hit it. All right. This Jamoke, right, this new freshman uh, uh, senator, Cunningham, Democrat out of uh, South Carolina, oh, was walking in the Hit Capitol it. building with a six. What? He goes walking in the Capitol building with a six pack. No, dear. Not just in the Capitol building. He was going into the House floor. Into the House floor. floor. Yeah, that's the what I, you know, floor. Right. The, so, the, you know, the, 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 the halls of Congress where, you know, this is supposed to be basically a, a, a place where there's supposed to be some decorum, even if, you know, mm -hmm. and, and uh, he, a six pack. Yeah. Well, I'm bringing. So, so what, 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 the, the idea is he was supposedly bringing it to the, the other newbie over there, the Democrat from Oregon. Uh, DeFazio, right? And it, because it's hard for Fresh to get involved, he wanted to be a part of the, get this, large congressional small brewery caucus. Wait a minute. So they were going to exchange six packs of small craft beers. And, and I'm like, well, I don't care if it was craft beer, wine, 
Jim Beam bourbon. I don't, you're not I supposed care. to take that in there in the first place. What a but joke. See how little respect they a have? Large, a large congressional small brewery caucus. Another reason why the Democrats should not never, ever be in charge. And if anybody else that says, oh, big deal, well, then you don't understand respect. Then you do not understand being an adult. You do not understand restrictions. Okay. Get a life. Everybody getting get crazy, nuts, crazy nuts cuckoo about these people swearing in on the Koran. Right? Well, well I'm crazy all, nuts cuckoo Thomas, about it. Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson took his oath on a Koran. No, he course, did there not. Was a Bible on top. Yes, he did. Bullshit. He had a Bible and a Koran, and he and he swore in on his uh, term of office on both. Now, here's my take on it. All right, <laughs> and you know me. I, you know me. I here's my take. You just you, you, you maybe you didn't ask me, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. My take on it is get rid of all the books. When you swear into Congress, the presidency, you know, wherever the dog catcher, you don't swear to uphold and defend the Bible. You don't swear to uphold and defend the Koran. You swear to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America from all enemies, foreign and domestic. As far as I'm concerned, the only thing you should have your hand on is the Constitution of the United States. You're nuts. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. You're nuts. He did not take his oath of office on the on on the Quran. You're gonna make me screw up my connection here. Now watch. You're gonna make me screw up my connection. By the way, where'd you get this garbage? I have a new. Uh, wait a minute. I don't know. Where'd you get this garbage? I did since. All right, go ahead. You got your pad right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm going to take Look it, it up. Th Thomas Jefferson, very friend. Hang on. I'm hanging. I'm hanging. He also cut the Bible up. I don't know if you're aware of that. He cut passages out. His own personal Bible. He was a, a you know, Enlightenment age kind of guy. You know, so uh, he had a lot going on that Tom Jefferson. Not like today. Hang on, Jefferson. I mean, if it's if it's false, I want to correct it for the record. But I yeah. went around thinking for the last fifty years that he he swore in on both. No. No. He owned a Koran. Okay, I'm going straight to Smithsonian. Um, no. The only reason Thomas Jefferson owned the Koran is because the Barbary pirates were beating the crap out of us and every other merchant Oh, yeah, there. that's true. Okay? Um, and the thing is, he bought it um, to, 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 it says here, he may read it in part um, to understand Islam's influence on some of the world's legal systems. All right? It says nothing here about and plus, he also did it because a lot of the people that were coming over, some some of the some of the uh, slaves were actually Muslim, but most of them actually were, um, uh, uh, you know, from tribes that didn't have to do that. Well, Listen, yeah. No, he did not take it on. Well, don't the forget the, the Barbary pirates. The, the Barbary pirates were all 
And uh, uh, on top of that, yeah, they're all Muslim. And, and on top of that, even the, uh, and people don't like to hear it, but the slave trade. What do you think? Twelve guys got off a boat with blunderbusses and walked I into know. the jungles and picked people up. I know. You don't was, know. They bought them at slave markets. Well, they were warring tribes you know. who would capture their opponents, their yep. enemies, and sell they them. They still do. I know. They still do. No. No, he, so he basically... You know. Wait a minute. Nope. Nope. No, he did not. Nope. Not. Nothing about that here. He um, actually read it, and then he sent the Marines to go beat the crap out of them. Well, yeah. Actually, you know, he did to the have... Whole, he had shores a, triple. You know, he, yeah, but he did have the, the song. Grand, I know, but he did have the it was the Grand Mufti here or something, and um, basically um, to get a better idea of what Islam was about, and he had them to dinner. He had you know all these different ambassadors and and his cabinet people and everything, including their wives. And after and he that, served him. <laughs> I don't know what they served, but he basically. He, he had to, Thomas Jefferson was a man that did a lot of research because he had to feel that he was correct in his actions. He did not want to trip over his feet. Um, and the only well, he was a great, I have uh, never heard that. He, the only reason he took he the Korans is because he was a very learned man. I, I just looked it up and it says it's an urban legend, and I apologize for yes, spreading that please. urban legend. I yes. don't like doing that. It's an urban legend. Uh, uh, it's, it's Muslims. He, he, Muslims who are making up that urban legend. He was, well, it's, it, I've, I've thought this for the last 50 years, and I don't remember encountering a whole lot of Muslims. Um, but he was a great internal deliberator. He, he would deliberate things inside his head for, yes. you know, a, a long, long time before, you know, he took the first step down a flight of stairs. He deliberated right. which foot to put forward. <laughs> well, um, no, but, but I mean, look, look, look at it this way. Let's, let's, uh, uh, what, what did they used to call it? The, the, uh, look, there was look, a, the, as, as, as much, they as, had a, a, wait a minute, come on. You know damn well that our founding fathers, whether they were agnostic or whether they were Christian or whether even, you know, they dabbled with whatever, they believed that a higher power was responsible for our rights, not man. Right. And the only thing that right now, yeah. at that time and even now, that really signifies, because God did in, in, in all his glory or in her glory, gave us free will. And um, the Bible, uh, even in the Bible, Jesus says, God says, I'm giving you free will. And that's why Adam and Eve got their butts kicked. Um, yep. Because they had free will and they ruined it. Because they did not go well, alive. Well, that was one of the big differences between you know, humankind and angels. Angels were not afforded free will. Right. Which thing, is what made the fall from heaven such a such a big deal. Right. But exactly. it, it, let's let's transmogrify. I, I remember what I was thinking. Calvin and Hobbes years ago, he used to have a cardboard box, and he called it his transmogrifier, and he could turn into anything or go anywhere. Or yes, remember it. You know? So let's transmogrify that to 2018. You know, we were just talking about the Sopranos, you know, and the way they talk and stuff, right? And um, Translate that to the other day with another one, right? Mike Pompeo, who turned around and said, in Egypt, in Egypt, he turned to these guys and he says, hey, he says, 
You know all that stuff Obama said? Forget about it. There you go. There you go. I'll uh, tell you, when I heard those words, when I heard those words, I cheered. I honestly did. And I clapped oh, my hands. I did too. Yeah. Debbie says to me, she says, what's going on? I says, oh, I says, the apology tour has not only ended, but been rescinded. Rescinded and stomped into said, the ground, honey. Yes, indeed. And uh, uh, and who better than, than Secretary uh, Pompeo uh, to do it? You know, yeah. now I don't remember where he's from. I think he's from New York, too. I think he's in New York, uh, like not New York City, but like, uh, okay. you know, like Queens, like the president or the Bronx or Staten Island. I don't know, but he, he was from somewhere in New York. Of course, he went to the point, you know, so he stayed in New York. Basically. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, but here he is. Here he is, Secretary of State. And basically what he said was forget about it. That's what he said. Exactly. Exactly. And I love I, I went nuts. I went nuts. You know, and he turned around and actually said Islamism. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, my God, you couldn't, you couldn't take a hundred, what was it, $140 billion that was packed on that airplane on pallets with the transponder turned off that left the uh, Edwards that day. Mm-hmm. You couldn't take that money, drop it in Obama's lap to get him to say Islamism. Oh, yeah, I know that. Oh, wait a minute. You're you know, not going to believe this. I am? Oh, you're not going to believe it. You don't know. Do you know where he was born? (laughs) He Mm. was born in an orange, but the wrong one. He was born in Orange, California. Oh. Oh, my God. My God. All right. Well, you know, I was looking. uh, Debbie and I were talking a little earlier, especially with the fact that. um, But let me tell uh, you something. What, What matters is that he's Italian. That's what matters. Yes. Well, that's what always hurt about Pelosi. That's what always hurt about uh, the other ones. It always hurts when they're a Guamar, a Guambar. That's true. And, uh, uh, you know, and especially when they're a Kujina from New Jersey. Ugh, you know, yep. that's when it really hurts. Yep, exactly. You know, uh, but Nancy was from Baltimore. But I, and Baltimore Italians, they're not really Italian. They're more. Well, they're. Pains well, in the you bus. know, look, come on. Come on. No, they're not. They're you not. know for a fact. You know for a fact, you know, what? that we were 201 growing up, right? Right. You always knew that the people in 609 were a little bit um, different. <laughs> to say the least. But, you know, when I when I went to register to vote for the very first time, uh, which, by the way, was for President Nixon, which I, uh, I don't uh, I don't know if I regret or not. Uh-huh. Uh Outside the uh, the office of the League of Women Voters, because they're the ones who handled that kind of thing in those days, mm-hmm. uh, there were people with petitions lined up. And they asked me, was I now a registered voter? And I said, I am. They said, would you sign this petition? I said, what's it say? It says, we want to create North Jersey and South Jersey. I said, well, what are you talking about? They said, we want to split the state between 201 <laughs> and 609. <laughs> and I signed it. You know, I remember there was talk long time ago. Yes, I know. But you know what, though, that would have, in a way, though, um, that might have um, endangered the 201 area to become um, another borough of New York. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Well, a lot of people think a lot of people think that's true already. That's know? true. That is uh, true. That is true. So wait a minute. You know, South, so go ahead. we got to get back to this whole thing about shutdown and the wall. Um, this is what's 
captivating everybody at this point in time. What, what do you think of it, Lou? I mean, what you know? What's your your thoughts on all this? I'll tell you Share one. Share with I'll me. I'll tell you Lou. one. What? I, I, I'll tell you. Okay, listen. Don't tell nobody else, but I'll I tell won't. you how I feel about won't. this. I won't. When I watched that whole thing with uh, the schmo from uh, CNN, <laughs> Macosta, uh, I actually laughed at. Which yeah, one? I actually, wait a minute, wait a minute, excuse had, me. Which one? With him standing by the, with him standing by uh, the border. That's Jim uh, Acosta. Barrier. Yeah, that's what I said, the schmo from CNN. Well, wait, 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 there's I a few schmoes we're going to talk about. Oh, I'm sure there are. Well, all right, let's call him the Gusano from uh, uh, yeah. CNN because his Cuban heritage in uh, in the Cuban community, Gusano means worm, and that means people that are anti-American within the Cuban community here in America. Yep. Um, so anyhow, uh, when I saw that, I actually laughed until I, I, I actually hurt myself. Uh, and that's way before all the talking heads got a hold of it. And, you know, it's like, you know, what a, anyway, like Bob Bunny used to say, what a maroon, what an ignoramus. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll tell you something that, that did dawn on me at the time. And it, it was a lot of talk then. And I don't agree with the idea of creating an emergency out of this. Um, yes, it would afford some powers of t- several things here that, that there, there are, you realize that there are already more than a dozen states of emergency already in existence. Yeah, I know. National well, emergency. Yeah. But, but Trump didn't do them. No, but no, here's but, my problem with the president declaring an emergency but he's not. to, you know, he's not, I know that, Okay. but he was taking, you know, uh, uh, unallocated funding would be there from the military. Mm-hmm. To send it. First of all, the military needs that money. Right. No. But second of all, I think it would set a precedent that we don't want. Oh, no, I agree with you. Setting a precedent, you know, I mean, so eight years, six years from now, and he's not in office anymore, if through some quirk, you know, because you, you know, mentioned, you know, God, goddess, whatever, and I, you know, my, you know, my thing is I always call our rights natural rights. Some people call them God-given, and that's your prerogative. This is America. You're mm-hmm. allowed to do that. Right? I call them natural rights. Um, but the thing that gets me is if if through some quirk Nikki Haley is not uh, elected as president in 2020 or 2024, rather, um, mm-hmm. which I'd like to see, but anyway, it's a long time off. Uh, if through some monumental, you know, somebody off the wall, you know, and I'm not talking of of Pelosi or Feinstein. I'm talking about somebody, or Sanders even. I'm talking about somebody a little bit more off of the wall than that, like this uh, Muslim woman uh, from Michigan or uh, somebody, you know, uh, even Tulsi Gabbard, God love her, you know. uh, Oh, God, she's another one. Well, look, if nothing else, she's prettier than Trump. Uh, Excuse me, you know, I, so rather, it, I don't see you doing you're doing the liberal thing here, Lou. You're doing the liberal what's that? thing. You're going on looks. I I don't go on looks. I go on. Um, I didn't say I would vote for her. Oh, okay. I said she's prettier. Than, I mean, it doesn't take much. No, to be actually, prettier than our prince. she isn't prettier. None of them are prettier because they're ugly on the inside, and to me, it comes out well, on the outside. You know well, that. I look at it like this. The only reason, the only reason to this day, the only reason they keep Susie Collins around, I mean, you know, uh, she's got very nice legs for a woman her age. Oh, for God's sake. 
Well, I'm okay, serious. Okay. So anyhow, the okay. state of emergency, go back to the state of emergency. Thank you. Let's just say some some liberalized, uh, not maybe leftist, but liberalized. Here, I want to talk about the shutdown. Yeah, some gets in there. They're going to turn around and say, well, now Trump has it like the McConnell uh, uh uh, when he stalled the Supreme Court nomination in advance of the general election. Now they're looking to use that, if anything happens to Justice Ginsburg, to turn around and say, well, you know, back in the last election, it wasn't allowed, and they're going to throw it right back in McConnell's face. I think if the president declares an emergency on this, and in 2024 some somewhat liberal Democrat gets elected, they'll turn around and say, well, there's a national emergency of gun violence. We're going to confiscate all the guns. You know as well as I do that's not going to fly. You know that. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, you know, first of all, Donald Trump is not a, a huge Second Amendment guy. He's in favor of it, but he's not a huge Second Amendment guy. But here's the thing. Everybody's talking about, oh, he's going to do this and it's, the, the market's going to crash. Oh, he's going to do that and the, the, the world's going to come, the, the nuclear war. And, oh, this guy, and everybody says, oh, th- then they're going to do this, that, and the other thing, like the governor now in Maine and everything. It's, oh, it's going to be a civil war. It's going to be a civil war. That would, that would definitely start a civil war. Of course it would. Yeah, definitely. But, it would, that, precedent, but that precedent would come from Donald Trump. On immigration, he's not going to do it. He already said he wasn't going to do it. He, I, I that's, know that. The I whole point that. is moot. He's not going to do it but, um, because the longer he holds off on this, the stupider and the more more garbage comes out of the Democrats' mouths. I mean, they just they are just uh, they're floundering. They really are right now with Nancy oh, yeah. Pelosi at the helm. They are floundering. Yeah. They come out and they're eating their own. Oh, gosh, yes. They're eating their own. They are going to eat listen, their own. Listen, when you, you talk about uh, Cortez, right? Mm-hmm. When you get Whoopi Goldberg to tell you to shut up and sit down, girlfriend, yeah. shut up and, and sit, sit down. Exactly. You've made a big mistake. I mean, because, you know, Whoopi Goldberg no. is right up there with, uh, you know, Joy Behar and the rest of those people. Yep. But yeah. O.C. You Whoopi to tell you. Yeah, O.C. is now believing the press that's out there about her. And she believes now that she can do absolutely no wrong, that she is a real leader. She's never led anything or anybody. Um, Unless she led a drunk out of the tavern in which she was a damn waitress at. Um, You know, to me, it just, honey, you've got a lot to answer for. And um, if she thinks she's going to be part of the revolution, she's... Got another thing coming because every time she opens her mouth, she says something really stupid, and including oh, the this other day, last thing, the other Medicare day said, for all. Oh yeah, but I was like, the other day she said it's it's more important to me to know that morally I'm right than facts. You know, let's and... let's let's take a look at what she said. Okay, so what are facts, Lou? Facts. Well, facts are not. Feelings. Facts That's are right. facts. That's right. All right. It's reality. I am sitting here. It's reality. I, I am sitting here with this lamp shining on me. Mm-hmm. All right. I can see it. I can touch it. If I tell you that there's a lamp sitting in front of me shining on me, it's not because I feel that there's a lamp shining on me. It's because there's a damn lamp sitting there shining on me. Exactly. That's it's, a fact. It's reality. It's reality. And she. And thinks facts it, don't care about your feelings. That's right. 
she's morally right, Lou. I mean, this this chick doesn't even know. I mean, she didn't even know how many how many uh, branches of government there were. She didn't know how many chambers of the of of Congress there were. I was like, uh, okay, can we please? Do you know something? I realized that at the age of nine, I was more educated than she is now at age twenty nine. Oh, absolutely! My oh, God, absolutely! absolutely. By the age of nine, hell yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you know, we were taught look, this stuff in school. I would like to see a picture. You people out there who do pictures and stuff on the on the um, uh, on the internet, all right. As a matter of fact, I got to thank one girl who, uh, in high school, I should have kissed her. She wanted to be kissed. I wanted to kiss her. I didn't kiss her. What the hell? Anyway, oh, you I said boy. the other day. I said, eh, "What are you gonna do?" So I. I said something the other day about, you know, somebody should, the, the California flag says the California Republic on it right there in big, big red letters, right? Okay. And I said, somebody who's got some skills should recreate the California flag to say the People's Democratic Republic of California. <laughs> You're exactly right. Well, lo and behold, yep, lo and behold, in my private messaging, this same girl sent me a picture of the California flag. It says the People's Democratic Republic of California. I said, I will be using that ad infinitum. And that's where I was going. This president will be historic. Yeah. Because a lot of things for the next century are going to be based, pro and con, on his actions. Not even in his eight years. In his first Two years. Mm-hmm. I know. A lot of stuff that's going to take place for the next century are going to be based on President Trump's time in office. Mm-hmm. It, that's why I, I – and I know he said he's not going to declare an emergency, but uh, that there's a lot of people out there begging for it. Yeah, I know. And I said no. No, he said no because I, I think you know he said he might, but I think what he did was the smart thing. He sat down. He had experts who, you know, gave him the information on all this. And, um, yeah, like facts. Right. Yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, I was listening to Howie Carr yesterday, and he hit on Jay Sekulow. And he said, look, he said, if he does do a national emergency, unfortunately, the Democrats are going to take it to court. And the first thing they'll do is they'll find a court like the Ninth Circus, and Ninth um, Circus. they'll that get it shot in, down. That guy out in Hawaii. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, Hawaii, yep. Oregon, or California. And he said um, they'll they'll shoot it down, and then it'll go to the appeals court, and then they'll they'll you know uphold it, and then what'll happen is they'll wind up going to this to the Supreme Court. Now the Supreme Court, both in the Constitution, all right, it gives the president the right to do this, and also in precedent, mm-hmm. there is no way mm-hmm. that. If this went through the court system, that the Supreme Court could even think of shooting them down, because there were there's both. Well, first, so there's second you, of all, <clears> even <throat> if they, even if they upheld it, it's still in trouble. Uh huh. Because, and I believe this is, I believe this is tactical. I really do believe this is tactical. Justice Ginsburg not sitting there. Mm-hmm. They would they would move for mistrial at the Supreme Court and reheard. Mm, that's because true. But you know what? Justice Just, Ginsburg. Yeah, right. if Justice Ginsburg, if she is not able to carry out her duties, then it is her responsibility to retire. I do not wish yes. ill will on the woman. I do not. Nope, not a bit. 
Um, I mean, she Good was. Man, she live a hundred more years. You know, Healthy. I mean, she was a um, a a, a trailblazer, and um, throughout yep. her whole career, and I I applaud her for that. But there comes a time where she has to decide. And you know, the funny thing is, and, and that I don't understand about Ruth Gader Ginsburg being a liberal as she is, is that she would be a liberal considering how many men out there are being arrested or charged with sexual harassment and they're all liberals. And so Isn't it amazing? It is amazing. And it's like Ruth Gator and you know, she can't stand Trump. That's why she's staying there. It's like no, my dear woman well, my dear tax- woman, Donald Trump is not your enemy. You don't have to worry you know what I mean? He never was, even when you were younger. And but don't understand is, that. Remember I said it was tactical? Yes. You know, I think what she's doing is she's hanging on so they can invoke yes. the McConnell precedent. I agree with you on that. And 100%. that's all there is to it. As soon as it gets, as soon as it gets to 18 months, five days, uh-huh. she'll retire. Because yeah. no matter who he nominates, they're not going to get it through because they'll invoke the McConnell precedent. That's right. That's right. And I agree with you on and, that. But we'll see. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The Democrats right now, I mean... They're falling apart, and um, and they it's are. all about this wall. It's all about the wall. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer say there's no, no emergency. No, there's all these. It's not. It, it's manufactured. Yeah, it's, it's manufactured, manufactured by how many how many millions of Americans that have been affected badly by illegal aliens. Oh my God, that's who manufactured. You have it. to take a look also. It's just at the cost. These people are costing the American taxpayer um, due to the fact that they get. Their health care for free, for heaven's sake. They're on welfare. Yep, education. They, don't, they yep. don't have to learn English, for God's sake. They're getting everything. Nope. Do you know how many people I know right now who are struggling? I mean, their spouse may have cancer, and they can't get the health care that they need, even though they have a health insurance policy. They get, I mean, mm-hmm. and the money problems they're having. But get, you get these morons who come off, or they pop out a baby, and then all of a sudden, oh, you know, we have to help them. No, we don't. No, we do not. No, we don't. I want to help all these Americans. This is not. This is not what the Fourteenth Amendment was about. No, it wasn't. And, and you know, and people who say it was have never read the Fourteenth Amendment, and they have not read why these two. <clears throat> lawmakers wrote it, and 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 they and even said they even said this is not for children of diplomats who were born here or anything like that. Any foreigner who was born here, this is not for them. So any right. child of a foreigner born, and 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 they're going, oh no, this is the Fourteenth Amendment. This is what I think. I personally think that we are going to get the wall one way or another. Um, because um, there are now people who have started to go fund me to gather money. Um, that well, they won't be able to use it. Well, yes, they will, actually. Actually, they will. The person who, I can't remember his last name now, um, former Army, he's got like, he's lost. Yep. To, yeah, I forget his name. Oh, God, forgive me. But anyway, he said that he has already been in contact with congressmen. And they have been advising him on, and lawyers, advising him on how this can be done. So it could probably be used for it. Um, 
Well, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one way it could be used. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how. You know, I'm going to share this. One way that it can definitely be used. Mm-hmm. All right. They brought up these two ranchers who said, "Oh, you know, I have not had any problem with illegals, and I I don't want my land taken by eminent domain and this that." You know, they brought two ranchers. But you know, when you watch and you look at the, the the internet and you find out that there's three dozen ranchers that say, "Yeah, sure, you want the wall, put it right here," well, because they're destroying my land, they're they're leaving trash behind, they're killing my stock. You know, so here's what you do: you get a contractor, you take the twenty million bucks, you take a guy who's willing to give you the space, and you put up the wall. Yeah. Now it's a private concern. Look, what, what's the best thing to do with everything? And as far That's as our president idea. is concerned, being a businessman, being the businessman he is, privatize everything. Everything should be privatized in this country. Amtrak should be privatized. Oh, gosh, yeah. should be privatized. Oh, All this stuff should be privatized. I agree with you. You know, on that because one. private industry can do it. So that go to some guy who says, yeah, sure. You got 20 million? Yeah, okay. Well, you've got however much of it you can spend going across the bottom of my ranch. Put it there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I agree. You know, and that's that's the, okay. So now, whether it's a mile, whether it's two miles, whether it's five miles, look it, anywhere you go in New Jersey, uh, so Maine, uh, but New Jersey and Pennsylvania, anywhere you go, you got these sound barrier walls that the government, state governments, put up at a po- at a price point of two million dollars a mile. Mm-hmm. Two million bucks a mile. So for twenty million bucks, you could at least put that up. Mm-hmm. You know, for ten miles. I agree. And if you could get the right contractor who's willing to get this, to, you know, the, the some non-union contractor, because unions are a big part of AOC's plan. That's right. Uh, you know, some non-union contractor with some non-union labor and get so, – because there's people donating money. You could get somebody down there to donate a couple of dozen cinder blocks, somebody donate a couple of bags of cement and get started. Mm-hmm. And get started. And put that wall up someplace – like I said, if it's a mile, if it's five miles, if it's ten miles, at least it's, it's that something. much more wall. Mm-hmm. That much, that much more wall that the government doesn't have to build. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent idea. And the, guy, the, ranch, yeah, the rancher's happy because they're not uh, they're not destroying his land and his stock. Mm-hmm. And the American people will cheer. I'll tell you something. They got twenty million bucks. What's it been? Two months that thing's been up. I believe so. Maybe that even less. No, I think less. I tell you something. You put up a few. You put up a few hundred yards of that border fence uh, uh, wall, mm-hmm. and you'd see that GoFundMe page go to two hundred million dollars in a heartbeat. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. And then you leave those. Two, see, that's what happens is you create a you create a funnel effect. Now these two ranchers who say, "Oh no, I don't want my land," now they all go through their property. Exactly. Exactly. So they'll turn around and say, hey, 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 you skipped my ranch. Well, you didn't want, you know, the, the wall to go across. Oh, no, 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 I changed my mind. <laughs> and that wall, and, and people say, well, who is it said it? One of the new Congress people said, oh, well, most of the uh, illegal immigration in this country is uh, visa overstay, and they come in by air, so maybe we don't need a wall, we need a roof. That's stupid. That's well, it might stupid. be stupid, but I got, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As far as I'm concerned, you know, we talk about how, uh, and somebody said, "Oh, you, you, no, it's a stupid idea." You say they're taken. You say that. Well, no, it's it's partly the roof well, okay. is a stupid idea. Absolutely. No, this, the, yeah, the roof Here's is a stupid thing. idea. Yeah. Somebody said. Somebody said that you 
you complain about the illegal immigrants being on welfare, but you also complain about the fact that they're taking the jobs, especially in the uh, unskilled labor market, right. et cetera. It can't be both. You know, I said, well, first of all, yes, yes it, it can. can be both. Se- second of all, because uh, they could be working under the table and collecting the welfare. And that's too. what they're doing. You know. Because they stand oh, on the corners or they're, they're standing at the Home I Depots? Told you, I told you the one, the, uh, the one day that uh, a postman came on, uh, uh, was it Howie Carr? Might have been on Howie Carr. Might have been on, uh, I don't know, might have been on uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Monica Crowley. I don't remember. But th- there was one mailbox in California that had 35 checks in it. For earned income credit for people who were on welfare. Oh my God! Oh my God! And you're kidding all, me. And that it, and it was like somebody said it was like 1.6 million dollars, and that's only with an M, but it's still 1.6 million dollars worth of fraudulent tax, you know, payments to illegals, you know, using you know forged social security numbers, etc. Which is uh, the fault of the Social Security Administration. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, in my opinion. They have computers. I mean, <laughs> you know, you see the same number come up a couple of times, you figure out which one's legit. Yeah. But, you know, the, the 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 problem is that the people are over here on H-1B and H-1C and, mm-hmm. and uh, the D-3s and all this other stuff that come over here. And who's – here's the kick in the can. Here's it. Mm-hmm. They come here, they overstate their visa. Mm-hmm. Taking literally taking jobs America wants because these are not low skilled, you know, gut and fish jobs. Right. And who's hiring these people and allowing them to overstay? Google, Facebook, Disney, Microsoft, these big liberal bastion icon corporations that are worth billions of dollars, four of the top ten corporations on the face of the planet. That's right. These people are coming in, India, Pakistan. Uh, Vietnam, Indonesia, they're all coming over here taking all these heavy-duty IT jobs that Americans have gone to school to get so they wouldn't be gutting fish. Mm-hmm. And they're in these jobs. I, and they, oh, well, what are you going to do, throw them out? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What, 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 throw them out. What do they not understand about the word illegal? I don't know. I, it, it's like, well, if somebody breaks into their house or takes something of theirs... Are they just going to go, oh, well, the person who took it probably needs it more than I do. And it's like, no, they're going to be standing there, oh. stamping their feet, yelling at the police and saying, do something. Get my yeah. property back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just that. It's, it's like the old, uh, the old adage, you know, people who uh, don't believe in God and people who don't like guns, the second something happens. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they call a guy with a gun and pray he gets there in time. That's right. You know, so uh, – you know, th- these people, you, you look at them and you say, this is, the, you know, everybody complains about Google and Facebook and uh, uh, being these uh, uh, liberals. And, you know, they've got a, a, what a, a corporate liberal mindset, I think, is what the guy from Facebook said, or was it Google? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, to the point where there are actually conservative people working there who are afraid to voice their opinion yes. on things because of the corporate liberal mindset. These li- and they're hiring people who are overstaying their their work visas. Yep. And in the case of, in the one case, two cases, Disney and Microsoft, they mm-hmm. brought these people over here, made the Americans train them in their jobs and then can the Americans. That's right. You're right. You're right. Listen, um, I think, 
you know, there, there's other issues that we should be talking about. One of them I'd like to ask your opinion about is uh, Syria, pulling our troops out of Syria. What do you think? For or against it? Well, I'm for it. Mm-hmm. Actually, so am I. And I'll tell you why, because I have a, I have a slightly different take on it. Mm-hmm. Because I see things other people don't. I see things people don't, you know, nice people don't Mm -hmm. see. I've seen these things for many years. Uh, But I see things that nice people don't see. And you remember what we were talking about with the wall and Amtrak and the Postal Service? Right. I think what you're going to see is contractors. Ah. Really? We're going to pull our troops out, and I don't think it's going to change a single thing. Interesting. And I never thought cheaper. about that. I never thought about exactly. Uh-huh. I never thought. And about there are that. certain there are certain contractors that right now are hiring. Oh, what a coincidence! Actually, that's fine. You know, I'm honor bound. I'm honor bound not to not to mention any names. No, but no, seriously, there I, are, I agree there with are, you. There are contractors who specialize in um, mm-hmm. making making places safe to be mm-hmm. that are hiring. So when you want to look and see what the what the president has in his vest pocket, right? I bet you it's a contractor. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. You know, people used to complain about how he used to deal with the mafia back when he used to build things in New York City and stuff hey. like that. Don't kid yourself; he knows how they work. Oh gosh, yeah. They're working very well in it. Working very well in Italy right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I want to throw in a little uh, New Hampshire um, uh, 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 twist to the. Oh, you, you poor people up there. <laughs> well. No, especially to, uh, what do you call it, to uh, the pullout in Syria. Um, now, if you remember, I don't know if you do, the um, we had that um, uh, quote-unquote journalist who was killed. Um, mm-hmm. I, his last name was Foley, okay? I can't remember his first name. Would you believe it? Um, I think it, I think it was Brian, but I'm not sure. Would you, I, it's 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 um, and I feel really bad for his parents on this. But the thing that really really bothers me this about all this is that um, his mother has got his mother has um, James James Foley. That's right. His mother, uh, yeah, his mother, uh, Diane Foley, has actually gotten together with Senator Shaheen, Jean Shaheen of New Hampshire, to ask President Trump, not get a load of this, you want to talk about selfish, not to withdraw troops from Syria because the guys who killed her son have not been captured. I'm sorry, what about our military that is over there? Have you no empathy for their families? I mean, we are not going to... I'm sorry, maybe your son, as a journalist, should not have been there. 
Oh, your son is anything other than a GI shouldn't have been there. Exactly, and I agree with you on that. And you know, and it's like, how selfish can you be on this? I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm sorry. Your son is dead. However, um, you know, he did not have to be there. He did not have to be there. There's that's the the and now military people say they had to go there. They were sent there by their superiors. People say that the that the only journalists that should be in that area are the people who are quote unquote embedded. Um. Uh-huh. Which, you know, the 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 media community gets all upset with that because oh, you're only going to see the story they want you to see. Well, that's just tough. I'm sorry, but in a firefight, in a firefight, you're not really worried about what the journalist is typing behind you. That's you know right. what I mean? You you you're, you're busy. You know you you know so. But if you're out there on your own as a freelance and you're in the wrong place at the wrong time and you get killed, gee, I'm sorry, you're dead. But but you see, you that's, know, that's the a thing. Risk you it's took. Like, you oh, went in there as an adult. You know you you know. Look what happened when you when went we, in. Look what happened. Made that we free for, will choice. Yeah. Look what happened when we were looking for Bo Bergdahl. That traitor. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many did we lose? What was it twelve? Twelve no, five out of five. Five? I'm like, oh my God, yeah. you're kidding me, right? So I mean, that was searching for one of our own. All right? Mm-hmm. Who we perceive to be one of our own. Who's who's still alive, by the way? Bo Bergdahl? Yeah, the SOB. But the thing is, is that I really think that if the president determines that our military is of no use there and he's sick and tired of, of having our military killed and used as targets um, by the enemy, pull them out. Um, and if, as you said, independent contractors want to come in, that's fine. But I'm sorry, Mrs. Foley, that is not a reason to risk thousands of American lives for your son. You know, just mourn. Right. And and you know um, right. get on with your life. Sorry, maybe I sound. You know very... you want to talk. You want no, but it it does sound crass, callous, and cold. And I agree with you that that's how it sounds. But it's it. Here we go again with facts. Yeah. As opposed to feelings. Yes. All right. Okay. So Fact. what? He this is my there. thing. He's a big boy. This is my thing, Mrs. Foley. I want you to look at a row of military. Which one of you? Which one of these do you want to sacrifice? How many of these do you want to sacrifice to find your son's killer? How many? Tell me. And then I want you to tell their parents. Yep. Yep. I picked your son to go out and get killed because they haven't caught the guys who killed my son. Yeah. Well, you know, know, first of all, I understand from other places that um, nice people don't go. That that situations in, in those, you know, areas have changed a little bit. Since the rules of engagement have changed a little bit, uh, the rules of engagement have changed pretty much globally. Under this, you know, under this president, the rules of engagement have changed significantly enough mm-hmm. that losses are going to start to dwindle, and it'll get even better as they pull the U.S. soldiers out. Um, right. You know, I mean, look at just the other day. You know, in Africa, I mean, you know, people don't people don't stop and think they they always think Syria and Afghanistan. They don't think about. You know, Ethiopia and Somalia and you know, the Congo and, and other places where, you know, we have active duty service members mm-hmm. uh, in <clears throat> advisory capacities. You know, sounds very 1960 unquote, in yes. uh, Southeast Asia. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it, with the rules change and everything, it, it's getting a little bit easier, you know, to take care of business over there. But pulling them out. Yep. That's that's my opinion. Pull yeah, them out. No, Let the contractors pick up the ball and run with it. I you know, agree with you completely. Let them run with it. 
Now, as far as Afghanistan is concerned, and I heard this put this way the other day, Afghanistan is not a country. I mean, it has this uh, parade of a government that gets shown to the world, but basically it's nothing but tribal land, you know, with warlords on it, the way it's been to kick Russia's butt. And, you know, has been kicking our butt all this time. And they kicked uh, Britain's butt in the 1800s, too. Yep, in the 1800s. So, you know, the thing is, I look at it like this. We've got 32 uh, GBU-43Bs in stock. Okay. They make one hell of a hole. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. Pull them all out and just bomb the hell out of them. And people keep saying, you know, and I'm one. I'm one. Believe me, I'm one from Syria, Iraq, Iran, Kuwait, you know, uh, uh, anywhere you want to name. Mm -hmm. right. Several things. We send over these F-35s and they, they let go of one of these missiles that costs, you know, four million bucks. Mm -hmm. And they say, oh, two... Uh, two uh, uh, Al Shabab guys were, you know, head, you know, chief honchos were killed, or two uh, ISIS uh, leaders, and you know, uh, three of their lieutenants were killed. And it's at four million bucks. That's two million bucks a head. Right? Two things. First of all, a in this country, we you remember Indiana Jones when they put the Ark of the Covenant in that warehouse. Yes. Right, and they showed this warehouse, this CGI warehouse that <laughs> went on for miles. We've got warehouses like that with. With, you know, no smart bombs, dumb bombs. Yep. Dumbass bombs. Mm -hmm. Stunad bombs. <laughs> and we've got B-52s that are older than both of us. Mm -hmm. They've got 1,000 pounds, 500 pounds, 250 pounds. You load a mess of these onto a B-52, and from 30,000 feet, you just go, bye. And mm -hmm. these Stunad bombs go down, go. and they kill the same two guys, the same four guys, and it costs you $50,000. That's right. Yes, I agree with you. A, B, everybody talks about the the Moab, the uh, GBU 43B. Everybody talks about, oh, this is a, you know, you realize they only cost 170 grand a piece. Really? That's not yeah. bad. People talk about oh, millions and millions of dollars. No, they only cost about 170 grand a piece. Because huh. the most expensive part of this is the little computer that moves the rotors. Other than that, it's pretty much. You know, sheet gun. steel and C4, you know, it's pretty much all it is. I like that. You know, one little computer box and the rest of it is just ordinary hardware. You know, you get it at the, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's, you know, the same stuff. Uh -huh. and you just take, we've got two dozen of them in stock. You pick uh -huh. out two dozen targets. You know, you wipe out the first dozen, bring the plane back, load up another one. And when you figure out what kind of mess you made, then mm -hmm. you decide whether you want to bother dropping the other dozen. And in the meantime, the factories at work, you know, putting American people to work, building these things, you could turn them out one a month. Mm -hmm. So that's a dozen, you know, cheap. Yeah, I agree. So you just pick out targets, you pick out your targets and you say, bye. And, you know, that's that. You take out the, I have always wondered, there's a, there's a, a, a a, a bomb that we use and I don't remember the designation and I've seen demonstrations of this thing and it's been around for a long time I've seen demonstrations of it 
Yeah. Where they line up out in the desert, they line up this row of tanks and trucks and, you know, dummies and all that other stuff, right? And it's about, I don't know, 150, 200 meters long. And this aircraft goes, and it's it's half a mile away, and it lets go of this bomb. This bomb goes over this target, and these hockey puck-sized bombs fall down and obliterate a 150-meter column or 200-meter column of bad guys. Mm-hmm. So there they are in Syria or Iraq or Iran or wherever, and they see these the these trucks with the black flags dangling them from them, and these guys sticking out their head with their AK-47s going. <laughs> the entire column. I agree. All of a sudden, the idea of going down Main Street with those flags flying in a column is going to get very uh, yep. counterproductive. That's true. That's true. So, you know, between the uh, Moabs and these cluster units, I don't even know that we necessarily need to uh, have GIs on the ground other than to watch it with a pair of binoculars and say, yeah, you got them. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Definitely. <clears throat> so as far as that and as far as Afghanistan's concerned, that's where you put the other dozen Moabs. Yep. Yeah. Because we out. used them over there already. Mm-hmm. Yep. People say, oh, you only got, you know, 10 bad guys. No, 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 no. Oh, that's important. No, you know, no, no, no. They, you know, one guy dies and 10 want to take his place. It's not just that. It's just you get these four bad guys in a bunker in this hill, but the whole hill is, is uh, like a rabbit warren. That's right. And everybody else is there, yeah. You know, and everybody else is there. Now it's not so much that you killed them with the initial explosion, but they're not going anywhere. That's true. That's true. Hey, you know what? Um, so many people... So many people are, um, uh, well, Democrats actually, are jumping into the race for president at this point. Let's go over a few of them. A few of them. A few, a few of them. A few. A few of them. Well, well, let's what go got, over 30, what the list. What are they, 35 now? I have they no got idea. like 35? But, okay, let's start with Elizabeth Warren. It looks like Joe Biden's going to be jumping into the race. Well, um, I think Elizabeth Warren has won 1,024th chance. <laughs> so she's she's going to be running. Oh, she's going to take a really hard look at it. Uh, really, uh, we also have. Oh, she's been in Iowa. She's been in Iowa, and actually, she's up here this weekend. Now, don't forget, everybody's making their way up here too. Um, Julian Castro, who used to be, I think it was HUD official for uh, Obama. Um, yep. Tulsi Gabbard. Is going to run. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard this name, Marianne Marianne Williamson. She's that feel good. No, I haven't. Gorber, but back Gorber. up, yeah, back up just a second now. Uh, back to Tulsi Gabbard. At least. She's a combat veteran. I don't care. I know that, but She's a just mentioning because you know. Well, yeah, but we we also have Martha um, McSally. No, not McSally. Yeah. 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 Uh, Republican, who also is a combat veteran, you know, so there's something to be said for that. Okay, so the feel-good guru. Marianne Wilson, you believe this? She's up in New Hampshire already. I'm like, really? I I don't even, honestly don't know who she is. She wrote a whole bunch of self-help books and all this spiritual stuff, and she's loved and by Oprah Winfrey, and, you know, Winfrey counts her upon uh, as one of her spiritual advisors and 
I'm like, you're kidding, well, right? She I've thinks never heard of her, but yeah. okay. That's just how ridiculous Well, what about getting. Oprah? Isn't she on the list? No, she says she's not right. Andrew Yang, do you know who he is? And this relates no. to New Hampshire. He's, he's a founder for Venture for, for America. He's a Democrat. He's basically somebody who's rich. He's an entrepreneur. He decided he's going to be a 2020 um, presidential candidate. And he thinks that every family in America should get $1,000 a month from the government because it would yeah, help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear about him? Universal, yeah. No, I haven't. I've heard the, I've heard the yeah. plan before. Yeah, the so minimum basic income or something. Thinks that, yeah. yeah, minimum basic income, and he has actually picked a family in New Hampshire, and he is giving them one thousand dollars a month from his own account. He's not doing it with campaign funds or anything like this. And then, um, basically, the family is going to give them updates on their progress on, and everything else and then vote for trump <laughs> no are you kidding I've, i saw these people on television believe me there are no way we'd ever vote for trump they don't have the uh intelligence to sit down and hey. and, and and to parse out everything between all the candidates they don't you can tell um so uh they still think that democrats are for the working people that's Seriously, they do. Um, oh, well, well how else? many of them are going to be working when uh, when all the illegals and automation take over? Yep. But uh, Let's see. Michael Bloomberg is also going, um, throwing his hat into the ring. Who else? Who, who else have I missed? Well, let me let me go back because I remember I, excuse me, on my list of stuff I wanted to cover. And I and I it goes right back to that fellow who's given this family the money. Right. Right. Yeah. You want to talk to Jidru, all right? Oh gosh. Um, yeah. What's his name from Perez from uh, oh, uh, the head of the uh, DNC? DNC. He turns around and says, "Oh, these people." You know, there was an old joke years ago, and you know, because I hate both kinds of music, all right. Yes. But there was an old joke years ago. It was very offensive. Say, you know, um, what do you have? in the first row of a Willie Nelson concert and the, the punchline was a full set of teeth. So <laughs> he said that these people, you know, living in trailers with uh, uh, incomplete teeth and, and I'm, are, are Trump voters. Yeah, I know. And, and I'm like, true. how offensive, yep. how offensive is this? A man who tears apart the president's tone when he right. stands there on a dais with a nine-year-old sitting next to him and yells out all kinds of obscenities. Mm -hmm. And then Nancy forgives the other one for yelling out in front of a nine-year-old. Well, you know, all these obscenities. She shouldn't have talked about that way about Trump anyway, but, you know, what, what do you want? Well, that's it. You know, this this inclusive, tolerant, uh, uh, what do you call it? Tolerant, inclusive, uh, sensitive uh, Democrats and, and uh, you know, the fact that she's a, a Muslim and she represents Detroit and she knows the working man and this, that, any other thing. And the first, she, she's standing there yelling, you know, bullies don't win and we're going to impeach the word I don't use. I mean, mm -hmm. 
you know, not only don't I, not only don't I talk like that. I know. All right. But we're, you know, you and I, we're basically family. So if I was to sit here while we're talking, while you're talking, I'll give you a turn once in a while and you're talking. If I pick up a nail file because one of my nails is flaking again, I'm not sitting here rolling my eyes about it. I know. You know, I'm not doing it because you're saying something that you don't agree with. You know, I'm doing it because I broke another. For the record, people, I have I have a, a condition that makes my nails absolutely useless. I don't know why I even have them. I should just get them removed. But, um, you know, so I'm constantly filing my nails. But that's not when I'm in an interview with somebody on on air, on camera, on a major, you know, mainstream media uh, uh station did you, you know I, uh, that you know she's considered, the disrespect of she's considered uh, yeah she's a, considered a conservative, conservative yeah. by the cnn i mean yeah mm -hmm. she's something else she really is she really is and well, um i mean the disrespect that she showed him and i mean not only disrespect toward him but i mean talk about lack of professionalism yeah, I think that goes right to it. The lack of professionalism. I mean, it's an insult to the guy. Yeah, that's true. But the lack of professionalism. Look, if, if you, I mean, how many times do we see some of them roll their eyes? I mean, we've seen Allison do it. We've seen Mika do it. We've seen, you know, Mika uh, uh, from uh, the program where she said uh, they shouldn't be telling people what to think. That's our job. You know, uh <laughs> And if anybody thinks that's urban legend, go look up Mika it's Brzezinski. Not. It's, it's our not. job to t it's it's the truth. She did it. She said it. As a matter of fact, so, in my YouTube clips that I have on the side, it, I have that captured unless they deleted it. Mm -hmm. so, you know, uh, but go ahead, go ahead. Let's, go ahead. let's continue though on the uh, the thing for president. Dems, how many? God, I don't know, fifteen, twenty. I I. There's, no, okay, it's so more there's, than that. There's Beto O'Rourke, there's Sanders, yeah. Kamala Harris, Kirsten Gillibrand is also going to be running. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, they're well, also saying that Hillary's probably going to do it again. Um, let's let's put it Corey back to Booker. Kamala Harris for a second. Okay. Let's put it back to Kamala Harris, all right? Because she got where she got so far on her back. Who she got to sleep with to get into the White House? And that's what I'm wondering, too. Exactly. I mean, that's basically what, you know, you know I... And it, Spartacus, I mean, other than, <laughs> you know, other than, Spartacus. you know, certain neighborhoods, who's going to... And I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to put it right here, and it's terrible. It's a terrible, terrible thing to say. Because I'm going to relate the Obama administration to the Johnson administration for just a moment. When pre oh, look at him. Look at that face. It's my puppy. Yeah. Anyhow. So go ahead. You remember Please, what Johnson? Continue, you He's going to be here. You remember what Johnson? Huh? Now the dog's going to be here. He's not going anywhere. So oh, okay. No, it's all right. I was just admiring the dog. Uh, remember what Johnson said when he signed the Civil Rights Act? Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, here's my point on this. And Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, please pay attention here for a second. If President Obama did anything for the election process in the United States of America, it is to guarantee 
that a, an African-American person will not sit behind the Resolute desk for a hundred years. The American people just won't go it. You don't have enough votes. You don't have enough popular votes. You sure as hell don't have enough electoral votes. So Kamala and Spartacus just back off because you ain't going nowhere. Where are you going? Nowhere. Well, don't forget Obama was not a, a representative of, of Americans, you know, whether, no matter what color nope. they were. You know, he wasn't. And some people think it was just so wonderful that Obama was president, but it wasn't wonderful. He was a communist. He's a, well, he may not be a religious Muslim, a Muslim but he's culturally a Muslim. He, um, culturally a Muslim. He d does not agree with the Constitution, although they say he's a constitutional expert. No, he's not. Um, no, he's he not. He gave away millions and billions of, uh, millions of dollars, probably billions, to uh, foreign companies. Um, it was basically a, a way to launder mo money. Um, yep. He went around the world and did his little apology tour, and he basically mm -hmm. dissed America and Americans, and we were supposed to say, thank mm -hmm. you, sir, may I have another? Um, yeah, so he basically, you know, messed it up. Listen, I, I want to go, I want to, you know, again, in comparison to Johnson in 64, when he mm -hmm. claimed how he was going to attain certain we'll votes for 200 blanky years. We'll have blanks voting for us for the next, what was it, 50 or 100 years? 200, 200 years. 200, 200 years, okay. 200 years is what he said. Now, in the meantime, this other guy comes along and he does the apology tour and all that other stuff, and people are calling us deplorable and everything. In 2008, when he got elected, one of the things before the election that people were so... And people were voting for, right, was he was going to be the unifying factor. He was going to sit there at the Resolute desk, take a race card out of his pocket and cut it up in little bits. It was no longer going to matter. He was going to be a unifier. He was going to bring Americans together. What did he actually accomplish? He divided this country up like a pizza pie. That's right. He did. He cut this country up like a, not even like we cut a pizza pie, like they cut it in Baltimore in squares, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it, it, he was the disunifier. Mm -hmm. And Most all definitely. the people in 2008 and 2012 who thought it was going to be better, who had bought into the open change thing. Yeah, he changed things, but he didn't change them for the better. Oh, I And know. he guaranteed. He guaranteed that we will not see an African-American in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue for at least 100 years. And that's a terrible, terrible, critical thing to say. But I firmly believe that he actually shut any of their hopes right out, hopes right out the window. He changed them into dreams. And that's just my opinion on that, but <clears throat> I feel it's valid. So, so, so Kamala and, and Spartacus, just chill, you know, you know, look, sister, there's nobody you can sleep with to get that job. And, you know, uh, other than, you know, certain areas of the country, you know, uh, uh, Corey, you're not getting nowhere. So who else we got on this list? Um, Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, who's a, a fool and a sham and a phony and he's I not mean, going he's, Did you see that latest video of him in the, uh. Dentist chair? Yeah, yeah, getting his dental. Yeah, that, that's as bad was, as that's who, as bad as Lizzie swinging a beer around. That was the nod. I, you know, and the thing is, it's like who was it? I can't remember. I think it was Charlie Kirk on Twitter said, 
Uh, when do we get to see your colonoscopy? I'm like, yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you want to like, give him a colon? You want to? When he was like, in the dentist chair, they could have done his colonoscopy right I mean, there. Shove it right now. I mean, Elizabeth <laughs> Warren, she's trying to be like OC, right? And going, I'm. Uh, I think I'm gonna get me uh, a beer. Honey, would you like a beer too? And I was like, wait, uh, no, not let that. Me, let me, let me <laughs> explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Anybody who drinks beer, right, would look at that and say, she doesn't drink beer. Yeah, I know that. Oh, and I know I'll qualify that. it. I'll qualify it. I'll qualify it in the other, in the opposite direction. Anybody who drinks beer mm-hmm. knows. But that's not how you drink a beer. Yeah, I know, I know. You, one thing you do don't do is announce it. You know what I mean? You know, it, it's it's. Uh, it, it, well, like I said, the old uh, the old joke about the guy from Budweiser, the guy from Coors, the guy from uh, Rheingold, you know, or Miller rather. You know, Budweiser's <laughs> the king of beer, so I'll have that. And right. they go to a tavern after a conference, and uh, I'll have the you know, king of beers. And then the Miller guy says, "Well, I'll have Miller. It's the champagne of beers." And uh, the guy from Coors says, oh, I'm going to have a Coors Rocky Mountain Water. And the guy from Guinness says, I'll have a Coke. <laughs> and everybody looks up and says, he'll have a Coke. He says, well, I figure if you guys, if, if you mates aren't going to be drinking beer, neither am I. <laughs> I, I just don't, I, I, you know, it's like, oh, man. <sighs> Beto O'Rourke, like I said. They could have done his colonoscopy right there. After the filling, just shoved the shoved <laughs> the know, thing in that I hole know, right there. He's going nowhere. He's a fool. He you know, is a I mean, fool. some of them are just so obvious. You know, I, how do you, you just can't. No, you just can't. You, you know, I, 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 who else have we got? Who else have we got? Because Bloomberg is one of the only ones I think actually has a shot. But who uh, else you got? A Bloomberg? I mean, his first thing is he wants to, then it's good old, old crazy Uncle Joe. Oh, please. And they know some of the pundits say he's the one that's got the shot. But, but wait, there's wait. way too Let's, much dirt out there. No. Hell, dirt? Let's try uh, photographic evidence, folks. Yeah, that's what I mean, dirt. Well, that's too, you know, that's a little bit groping. Well, dirt and, I look at as stories. Um, um, yeah. I mean, uh, he's, I mean, he, he he's... No, the thing that gets me about people like Sanders and um, Joe Biden is they, and all of them, even Warren, is that they come from the generation in which they're the ones who said, don't ever trust an adult over 30. And yet they're way into their 70s mm-hmm. and late 60s. And they, what do they think, that they're 29? I mean, really? Well, so obviously you're not this living. This goes back to when... When Hillary said that, you know, oh, the cabinet is nothing but old white men. I know. Look who's running for president. And they showed a picture of the cabinet, and half of them are women, and half of them are under 40. You know, I mean, it's like, uh, which is stupid, you know. But I shouldn't understand that because I'm deplorable. Uh, You know, Joe Biden is Hillary number two, you know, period. He's an old white man. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, so what are you going to do? Yeah. So, you know, and Sanders, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I mean, he got close last time and it, had he been the candidate, you know, they talk about, oh, Hillary, 
pardon me, won the popular vote, but lost the election. Oh, it's a shame. And this other jamoke over in Congress wants to abandon the Electoral College. Uh, but let's put it this way. Had Bernie been the candidate, which they say he should have legitimately been the candidate, they'd have wiped the streets with him. It wouldn't have even, but he wouldn't have even won the popular vote. I mean, come on. He's, he's, a, he's, he looks like, uh, the guy from, uh, back to the future. Yeah, I know. And his, and his ideas are probably just as sound, you know? It's, it's, it's insane. As far as, uh, yeah. It's insane. Gil- I mean, I mean, Gillibrand, you know, yeah. I don't see Gillibrand going anywhere either. They they had over 30 the other day. I don't know how many they've got now that Tulsi joined in and somebody else joined in and, you know, Beto and, you know, this this Irish guy trying to play a, 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 a Latino. I'm sorry, he's a fool. But, you know, they've got like 35 people. And then uh, Perez gets on and he says, oh, yeah, well, we, we want a robust uh, primary season. Robust. It's going to take you until after the general just to weed them down. It's amazing. I don't, I, like you I know, said, they're they're starting to. I, I don't know. The only way I think that they can win in twenty twenty is um, is uh, voter fraud, voter fraud, and like they did up here in New Hampshire. You know why? We ha- I found out. Um, funny thing was is that I was at the election uh, as an election official in twenty sixteen in November. I'm 2018. I'm sorry. And one of the young girl came up and, and, you know, she had just turned 18 and, you know, and uh, she had just, you know, she registered to vote. I said, oh, I said, so you registered earlier. She said, yeah, she said, and it didn't hit me at first. But then later on, I thought about it. She said, yeah, they signed us up when, you know, they came to the school and there were people behind her and I really could not elaborate on who. But then later on, I realized what it was is it was an overall, um, uh, you know, plan by the Democrats to go into all the high schools and register. And that's how they got it. Register, you know. And, of course, the Republican Party in New Hampshire is absolutely useless. They are. They're useless. And um, you've said that that in the past. Yeah. yeah, And guess what? I was right, wasn't I? Because look what happened. Oh, they're talking about taking away guns. They're they're talking about all stupid stuff here. And it's like, you know, well, well, get your act together. It's, it's happening in Maine as we speak. You know, they elected Janet Mills and uh, uh, the, she appointed as the administrator of public safety, the guy who used to be the uh, uh, police chief in Portland, uh, who, you know, decided that stop and frisk was no good and the uh, first broken window idea was no good and he's an anti-gunner. And they've got bills up in front of them already. They are, uh, there was a thing in the uh, uh, Portland Pravda that they had added seven in, in one week. They added 790 able-bodied, childless uh, adults to the Medicaid oh uh, rolls, which is what got under under Baldacci is what put Maine in such red ink in the first place. It took yep. page eight years to get it fixed. And she comes in and bang, they already raided the rainy day fund. You know, they're adding these people to the, the rolls and they want to they want to take all the guns away. And they've got uh, a couple of the counties of sheriffs that are sensitive to that. So uh, 
there's there's going to be problems. There's going to be problems in Maine because that that whole thing. I mean, she didn't win by virtue of it, but they the out of state money came in and got mm-hmm. ranked choice voting. No, oh, that's a horrible uh, idea. That's a horrible idea. Zero, zero of the funding on that bill came from in Maine. Zero. It came from Massachusetts. It came from Maryland. It came from New Jersey. It came from a whole lot of places. And so they're going to be in trouble in four years like you won't believe. Oh, definitely. You know, they're already going around. They're already going around and they had the LePage signs that said open for business. They're replacing them with welcome home. You know, and I said, well, welcome who home? Yeah, exactly. The kids that now live out of state, the kids who, who got graduated college and moved to a job out in another state and come home for Thanksgiving. Is that who you're putting the sign up for? Because they ain't taking jobs in Maine. No. They're going back to the vacation land, the, the King slash Baldacci uh, vacation land. You're either a tourist or working for the tourist industry, that's one right. or the other. Other and than that, it. forget it. And you can't say nothing about it. And now in Jersey, it's even worse. And in New York, it's even worse. I do, I do, Andrew, Ashenzame, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, yeah. And I say the same thing about Murphy. Oh. Look at this. The whole place is falling apart. And it's, it's you know, everybody, oh, Trump, 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 Trump. The hell with what Trump's doing, because what he's doing is working. Yep. While everybody's picking on some tweet he wrote, he, he signs four more bills. Yep. When everybody's working on some, uh, some uh, Facebook post or some Instagram post, he signed uh, two more uh, uh, regulations out of existence. Yep, exactly. He's busy. But the states are falling apart. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The st- and there's there's a huge there's already 13 states involved in the um, 10th Amendment, uh, the, the Convention of States movement. I don't remember what all 13 are, but they've got to get to obviously they've got to get to 26 before they can mm-hmm. pull it off. Sort of a quarter away there. But the only way out of this is going to be a convention of states. You know, I, I don't. Yeah, they're probably right. I don't if I like the idea or not, but the states are falling apart. Oh, they are. Oh. The eighteen election, the eighteen election ruined. I mean, ruined some of the. It, it took any purple yeah. out of a half a dozen states. Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's what it did in New Hampshire. That's what, everything is is except the governorship, Sununu. It's all run for, by the Democrats now. And yep, they're they're even bringing up stupid. This is what they is important to them. One that they have no. Um, our guys used to open carry on the floor of the house. So they got together and they outlawed that. It's like, really? Okay, so that means that people can't protect themselves from morons that decide to come into the house. Next thing they're going to do is they're, they're now the big thing. They want to get rid of plastic bags and plastic straws. It's like, yeah, really? Right. Really? I mean, out of everything that is going on in this state, that's your number one priority? Yep. I yep. mean, Democrats, the you know, the party thing. of feelings, not reality. The, the plastic bag and plastic straw things really bothers me because uh, there was a, a, an ecologist that went out on a, a paddleboard and went through the quote-unquote trash island. Less than, like, less than four-tenths of a percent of the trash was ours. And if you take that, you know, one, 
one tenth or four tenths of one percent, whatever it was, that of the trash that is ours, and you take the straws out of it, you don't have a box of straws that you can buy on Shoprite shelves. And as far as the plastic yep. bags are concerned, I don't know about the rest of the country, but in New Jersey, years ago, I'm talking twenty-five years ago. The bags are biodegradable. They had to be. It was mandated by law. Now they may have changed that. But they had a, a biodegradable symbol on them, and they had a recyclable symbol, symbol on them. And they, if they're in contact with soil, if, you know, they're anaerobic. They're made out of cornstarch, and they just disintegrate. And that's how, it's, that's how that got away with it. But I don't know if it's true anywhere else, but that's how it was in New Jersey. So if these things are biodegradable... There's no harm, no foul. Yeah, I know. And the straws, I'm sorry. I grew up with paper straws. Oh, God. You know, and pardon the expression, they don't suck. No, no, uh, no. You know, they collapse. They, they collapse. get soggy, they collapse. Yep. And uh, the whole plastic straw thing is a, is a, it's a straw man, actually, yeah, is what it's, it is. It's, it's, it's. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just you know, so fed up with these people. You know, they, they, they try and you know, pick on these, uh, 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 what do you call it? These, uh, oh, what do you want to call it? You, you know, these living, these types of, um, yeah, you, you know, life. feel good. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, my God, yeah. people, stop it. Lifestyle. Oh, you talk, these lifestyle talking, changes. Yeah, lifestyle. We were talking a few minutes ago, uh, all right, a long time ago now, but we were talking about these people down in uh, Texas and New Mexico that don't want to give up their land and they don't want eminent domain. And it, it's it's far fewer than people would believe. But if you think they're all going, over, oh, the government's going to seize land, eminent domain, you wait. You wait. You want to talk about eminent domain? Yeah. You let You let that bimbo get that Green New Deal through. Oh, gosh. And you're going to see eminent domain... Like there's a, you're living in New Hampshire, you're living in Maine, you're living in Vermont, right? You think, oh well, you know, we're, we're, these these the uh, uh, blue states, or they're, they're now blue states. You watch, they're gonna eminent domain the top of every mountain. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Every every mountain is gonna be, and it's gonna be through some money laundered BS that you know. Yep. They're going to put windmills and wind farms, yep. and they're going to put these solar yep, things exactly. up, and it's all going to be money laundered, and it's all, and they're going to just say, "Oh, that top of that mountain, oh, you you can't have that. That's mine. <laughs> it is yeah, now. Yeah. No, not anymore. Yeah. Um, let's change the subject just a little bit, just a tiny bit. Well, this kind of ties in, I think, actually, with um, let's let's go overseas. Let's go overseas for a few minutes. Yeah, but not in a, not in a boat. I don't do boats. Huh? What? Not not in a boat. Not in a boat. No, not. We'll in fly a boat. over if we'll you fly. want, but not in a boat. Well, yeah. what's going on in France? What do you think? Uh -huh. Huh? The yellow vests. Um, well, the thing I like about the yellow vest thing is it's now in what five countries? It's starting to... So it's going on in Germany, it's going on in Italy, it's going on in France, it's well, going on in, to some extent in England, Austria. Italy's starting to make some progress there about getting... Thank you to uh, Signor Salvini. Um, I mean, he is making changes in order to keep the people safe. He's trying to get rid of a lot of the troublemakers and trying to, you know, you really don't belong here. 
Um, France, yep. they've had it. They say that their protests are because of the tariffs and everything Macron wants to put on and on fuel and everything. But I think it goes a lot deeper than that. Um, and, um, and then you have, um, let's see, Denmark, what they're really starting to do, and I applaud them, um, is that they're starting to get rid of all the people that have been causing problems. They're, and, and yet, they don't put them among the regular uh, prison population. If they're going to deport them, they put them on this island, away from the regular Danish There's prison a good population. Idea. Huh? There's seriously? a good idea. Yeah, seriously, that's what they do. So they do not infect the rest of the prison population and convert. And... Um, and that's what they're starting to do. So they're taking steps. Germany, I don't know. Not so much. I'll be honest with you. England, I still well, think Great Britain is, is down that slippery slope. You know, I'm, there may Merkel be... Merkel said you know, that Trump is ruining the EU and the UN, which doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me at all um, because both of them are... Just, yeah. She said it, yeah. She said it the other day. And um, uh, the Swiss... The Swiss... Uh, as of the first of the year legislation that they had passed, uh, they're banning conversion of churches into mosques. Yes, I saw that. And that they're was banning, they're no banning, Italy, uh, Italy. Uh, that was Italy. No, no, the Swiss. I'm talking Swiss about. also. It was also the Swiss. Yes, the Swiss, and it just went into effect. Of course, all laws, you know, go into effect at a certain time, and on the first of the year, uh, preaching in mosques will no longer take place in Arabic. Ooh. And don't forget, the Swiss were the first ones to ban the burqa. That's true. Well, you so, know what? You either you either assimilate or get out. But the thing that really much warmed, what they're saying, huh? That's pretty much what they're saying: assimilate yeah. or get out. These uh -huh. riots in these riots—not riots, but small uh, protests in uh, uh, was it Sweden? I think it was Sweden where they they yes. had uh, attacked the Sixty Minutes crew. Yeah, and one of the one of the problems they had a protest about, which is what made the Twenty Twenty crew go there in the first place, uh, was the fact that they were actually complaining that their iPhones, their government iPhones, weren't up to the standard. They were like iPhone sixes instead of eights or something, and they were really oh annoyed by that. Oh my god! Oh. <sighs> You know, you look at this and you go, people, how stupid can you be to not understand why these people are in your countries? You know, they're there to get as much of your uh, tax money and to take over. I mean, come on. But the thing, actually, Lou, that really warmed the cockles of my heart was the um, swarm of locusts at, the, at Mecca, at the Grand Mosque. That really warmed yeah, that the cockles kinda... of my heart. Huh? Yeah, that was I. I loved that. So did I. Did. I. I loved that. <laughs> <clears throat> I, that was just. I mean, you can't. You can't buy. No, you something can't. like that. You know what I mean? Talk about that, that, one that of the was, ten plagues. You know. <laughs> yep. I'm waiting for the frogs, and I'm waiting for the the water to turn red. You know, it's like I think uh, it already although, has in you know, some red places. Tide, yeah, red tide is not uh, unheard of in France and places like that. Uh, yeah. But the fish uh, dead? I mean, I that's think, been happening. Yep, the fish dead. Yep. So, 
I, I think uh, whether you want to call it cyclical from however many hundreds and thousands and, you know, ten thousands of years that it goes, however often. Uh, but, you know, like the cicadas, you know, they come out in 13 years or 17 years. There's two different kinds. That, then there's the annual ones. But they come in on mass and you see towns that, you know, cars can't move because they get in the radiators and, you know, it's like that. It's like the cicadas. They come out every so often. And I think that may be why the locusts were in Mecca. But actually, I don't no, care why I don't the locusts care. were in Mecca. I would just join. The symbolism <laughs> is amazing, isn't it? I was too happy to watch the symbolism to worry about what the actual biological factors yes, exactly. were. <laughs> you know. Oh, gosh, have we so, left uh, any stone unturned yet? Just one, just one. Oh, tell me. Just one. And I wrote it down while we were talking before about uh, Perez. Oh, jeez. All right. And uh, hold on a sec, because I rem do you remember the DNC uh, convention? Oh, gosh, uh, Watching yeah. any of it? Oh, oh gosh, yeah, okay. I did. I did. I did watch it. Here's, here's something I, I, I picked up on, and uh, uh, I put it out on, on social media the other day, and I got more likes on it than pretty much anything else. There was that uh, news conference with Nancy and Chuck. What are, what are they calling it? Schmancy? What, uh, I don't know. Uh, 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 Probably. Well, I don't remember what they're calling it. No, but what, you mean the rebuttal? Palumer. The rebuttal to Trump's? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. And they and the, they couldn't afford two podiums. They only had one. Uh, did you <laughs> notice know that they behind... To... <laughs> they couldn't even sit down. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did, did, did you notice that... Uh, row of American flags behind them. I know. I know. And how at the Democrat National Convention, there weren't any on the I dais. Know. I know. And then people complained, and then they found one or two, and they put it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there they were, standing in front of all those flags. Well, you two-faced son of a... Yep. I know. I agree with you completely. I know, and they're standing that's, there, like, I, somebody it, said, it looks like American Gothic, and that's what they did look like. Also, although my comment was, the zombie apocalypse is beginning, but... Yeah. Man. That's I'm, more like what it looked like to me, oh you know, but... Oh, my God, I can't believe those two. Unbelievable. It's one and, of those... Uh, oh, then, you know, then, then McCarthy comes out and says, I was there. The president <laughs> walked in. He I, even brought candy. I know, I know. He laid it out, you know... In the meeting before, when they wouldn't let Secretary Nielsen uh, talk. I know. And then they have this other meeting. The, the president walks in. Yeah, the president walks in with candy and turns and she says, no. And he said, okay, fine. This meeting ain't going nowhere. Well, the thing is, so is he that walked out. he said to her. She and they said, talked about wait, it, slamming well, the desk. Did, wait, wait, wait a minute. Remember Schumer said the day before, Schumer said, listen, reopen the government and then we'll talk about this. Okay. That's what mm -hmm. he said. Reopen the government. Mm -hmm. Let the government people go back to work. So then at the meeting the next day, he said to Pelosi, Trump said to Pelosi, okay, fine. If I reopen the government, then will you give me my wall? She said, no. He said, okay, fine. We have nothing to talk about. So here they are. Nothing to talk about. So there they are. He's saying one thing. She's saying the other thing. And that tells you, well, guess what? They're not going to give us the wall. They don't want the wall. And no matter what Trump does, what they want is they want to make a promise like they did in 86 with Ronald Reagan. 
and they went back on the promise with 86. So they said, Reagan, listen, you give these uh, one and a half, two million people amnesty uh, who are he here illegally, and then we'll help you put the wall up, and we'll help do security for the southern border. And he said, okay, fine, thinking he had a deal. So he gave them amnesty, gave them citizenship, and then they turned around, and they basically, you know, said, they said no, and they pooped all over him. And... But Trump has learned his lesson. You're not going to give me what I want. Government stays closed. And as far as I am concerned, it can stay closed. Well, I, I, I get the idea, you know, because, you know, here's these two and they come out and they hold this uh, 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 press conference, the rebuttal thing. And then they stand there after this meeting and the two of them said, oh, and he slammed the desk and, you know, all this. Other. And everybody else who was in the meeting came out and said, um, no, he didn't. Even the Democrats said, um, no, that's not how it played. And, you know, so, I mean, it, how much more BS do you have to pile on? Yes. Before you start realizing, um, we're losing this. We started out in a strong point getting him to take ownership of the closure, but we were the ones keeping it closed. That's right. And the president, look, hey, look, go back to, go back months and months and months ago now. He said, I will. They wanted a, they wanted a, a, a path to citizenship for the dreamers. Right. Or at least a path to legality for the dreamers. And right. he gave them twice as many as he as they asked for. Right. And right? they said no. They, you know, all this kind and he, he gave them a sweetheart deal. Low hanging fruit. Just pick it and run with it. Right. Right. And they said no. And. I'm sorry, anybody to this moment who believes that this whole thing isn't about the fact that it's Donald Trump, especially with all the people publishing taped evidence of Schumer and Clinton, both Clintons, and Obama and everybody else saying we got to close the border. We can't keep allowing people to come in here legally. And, mm -hmm. da -da 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 -da. and, and, and they're not giving it to Trump. Why? Because they, they, you said something earlier and I said, no, it's not. I don't remember what it was. What? It's not that they have that it's it's all obstruct of course resist, it is and opposed. But you know what That's though? All it Wait a is. minute. But don't forget, you know, they have always talked about in twenty thousand in, 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 in what was it? Two thousand eight, after Obama won, I mean, they they had control of Congress, okay? They still didn't do yep. anything about protecting this country. They didn't. They let more in. Nope. So it's it's on both fronts. Not only now. did they let more in. Not only did they let more in, but they decimated the military exactly. in a way that hadn't been seen since Carter. That's right. You know? But no, but I mean, they, I mean, so basically they're going to do it. They are not going to, they don't want to put up the wall, no matter what they said. Everything that they said before, years ago, or whenever they said it was basically for public consumption. That's all it was for, to make mm -hmm. people think, uh, believe that they're strong on, on, on keeping us safe. And, and they're not. And the fact that they're not, um, that also, and plus they want to embarrass Trump and they want to thwart every single thing that he puts out there. So you just can't, yep. it, it's both fronts. It's not just one, it's both. So, but the thing is, is that Trump should take every single one of those comments and he should put them in an ad and he should put the video of them saying this stuff. And at the end, he should say, I'm Donald Trump and I approve these messages. Bingo. You know. You know for a fact that Ronna McDaniel is already working on it. I don't think so. I don't think I so. I think she's working. I think she's putting those ads it together as It would be great if she did, but I don't know. I, I, I think she's 
got too much of a uh, a tie with good old Uncle Mittens. Well, I know, I, I know I she's attacked so. him, but she... not as strong as she could have. Well, here's the deal I think about this is I think that President Trump has shown something that I have been saying for years and years and years. You know, Michelle Obama stood there and says, well, when they go low, we go high. Well, they never go high. No. Ever. But we never go low. Ever. Yeah. And one of the things that President Trump has shown them is, you know something? Whether they're high, low, or otherwise, if you meet them head on, you can beat them. That's true. And I've said that for years. Fight back. I've said that they're since bullies. our first podcast. They're bullies, and you always fight back yep. against a bully because a bully, deep down inside, is a coward. I think President Trump could be equivalent. Equivalent? Could be an equivalent to Ralphie. Yes. Ralphie. Yes, that's what he I was thinking He came along. All these, uh, you know, Lion Ted and uh, what's his name with the, the, the feet and what's his name with the hands. You yeah, just yeah, started yeah. describing these guys like gangsters, you know, all this stuff. But he turned around to the left and went Ralphie on him. Yep, he did. And that's he's, what he did. He's been, he's a, a, a puncher and a counter puncher. Yep. And, plus, and they don't like it. Well, the plus the fact, I mean, he gets to jump on them more than once. You know? All the time. All the time. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, the I love that is, man. And this goes back to the this goes back to the art of war. Yes, it does. The and best he, battle you can fight is a battle you don't fight. Yes. And, I love that guy. Know, he's out there in front. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, it's uh, and you know something? Mm -hmm. Everybody has read it. And I think, be honest with you, when Mattis quit, yeah, I think that there was a reason for it. And I don't think it had anything to do with some sort of, uh, well, I disagree with the president on pulling troops out of Syria. I think he went to start making negotiations with contractors. Okay. I'll buy it. Because, I'll buy because it. he was a general. He, he has true. gone and read The Art of War. Yep. Mike Pompeo has gone and read The Art of War. That's right. General Kelly has read The Art of War. I've read The Art and of I'll War. And I'll be honest, no, I've read The Art of War, too. And you know what? I should bring out my copy but... again and read it again. Well, you know, I think the best thing we could do in some of those neighborhoods where you get the, um, well, let's call them the more flamboyant. Yeah. Um populations okay you know, years ago it used to be Haight ashbury i don't know where the hell it's now berkeley is one yeah and i think we should airdrop in i think we should airdrop in copies of uh the fountainhead oh yeah i don't think a lot you of them know, would understand uh, it though honey i really don't i really well that's don't only because i don't think they can read <laughs> well you know what the thing is is that the only thing that they can do is cliff notes versions just like saul Alinsky's book which was so drop well, well, you... drop the Cliff Notes version of what? Oh no! Any of anything by Ayn Rand, anything by you know, uh, yeah. Know. You know, drop in the Cliff Notes versions. Here's one for you. Drop in the Cliff Notes versions of the Federalist Papers. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I th I know it's going to get more and more interesting, and I think you know. Pelosi is looking more and more insane. She's looking like an insane woman. 
Schumer's looking angrier and angrier, and Trump's standing there waving, smiling, laughing, and just putting it all out there. It's wonderful. And somebody, Pence is also doing a great job. About, he's doing a fabulous job. Um, but one of the things, somebody mentioned the fact that, you know, uh, in the meeting and stuff, and what was she doing, adjusting her dentures or something? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And it came up like a bunch of times on several different social media platforms. And I said, you know something, the only explanation I can come up with, and I know this because of all the time I spent with some of my brothers yeah. in places like the VA hospital, right? Back when we used to do rides, you know, to, to, to the VA hospital, the, the club, I, the motorcycle enthusiast organization I belonged to at the time used to make rides of, uh, you know, summer days and go out there and throw barbecues and stuff for them. Uh, the thing that uh, hit my head and you know, people can Google it if they want, tardive dyskinesia. Uh, what is that? Which is Again? what tardive, T-A-R-D-I-V-E. Okay. Dyskinesia, D-Y-S-K-E-R-I-N. Yeah, okay, that's fine. No, I, can, I got it. What is it? <laughs> It's a side effect of having been on some medications for a long time. And what happens to you? You go nuts? You start doing, it's, it's just little motions. You start making little motions with your hands. You start making little motions with your lips. So that's, that's how it starts. Her, then. Yeah. You know, that's we always say, and we, it, was always a, it was always a half joke. It was always a half joke when we say, oh, somebody should give her her meds. Yeah. You know, we used to say it about Hillary. Oh, she missed her meds. They're you know, say the same meds. thing about Pelosi. Oh, she missed her meds. And the other, the one news conference, I said, you know what? Somebody in her staff, not somebody, somebody nefarious, but somebody on her staff should get one of those blowguns and yeah. get her medication right in the <laughs> butt. You know, well, they had that one guy. You remember the thing that one guy carrying a syringe next to Hillary or the auto injector next yeah. to Hillary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, somebody should. And I think what we're seeing with the, uh, you know, watching the tape of of these meetings uh, with uh, uh, the speaker, I think maybe it just might be tardive dyskinesia. Now, I'm not a doctor, and I don't play one uh, on you're, TV. You're, 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 yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, because I, 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 be I, I, I've looked at her many times and thought, you know what? I thought she was crazy nuts cuckoo until the pictures of uh, AOC started showing up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, God, she's, she's crazy face. nuts cuckoo. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, oh my God. Man, I didn't think get any. All right, I, think, uh, uh, I think on the wrap, I said there's one last thing. And I, I put it way down at the bottom of my um, show notes. Not because it's not important, uh, but because it? I wanted to get to it uh, I wanted to get to it last. Okay. Um, as a matter of fact, it's so important. I'm going to wait until after I hit you with my joke. Okay. Because I said I, joke. you always like when I have a joke. Yeah, I do. Know, right. So should I start wrapping this up so, then? Yeah. Well, you can okay, start wrapping up. Okay, do the joke, up. and then we'll wrap up. Okay. So two I got. Okay. One That's is. Cool. I promised, I promised my wife, Debbie, that I would make sure that when she wakes up, 
she has a smile on her face. <laughs> but now I'm not allowed to have Sharpies in the house anymore. <laughs> you realize you're going to get a six-inch knife in your back. Okay, oh, okay. So, 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 so yeah. No, 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 no. So, I know, I know, I know. So, anyhow, a Second. cardiologist dies, right? Oh, a yeah, okay, dies. I can agree with that. And uh, there's a, a, a big heart made out of flowers. Right? And they have the little service, and at the end of it, the casket, the heart opens up, and the casket disappears, and the heart closes behind him. Okay. And everybody's touched by this, you know, because he was a cardiologist. And right. The idea of the heart made a flower. And so everybody's touched, and there's a tear here and a tear there. And one guy starts laughing. And he said, what, what, what are you laughing about? And he, said, he says, well, I was just picturing my own funeral. I'm a gynecologist. <laughs> and then the proctologist passed out. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. I like that. Oh, great. Now you got me laughing. Okay. So here we are. We're at the end of this edition of Political P QRM. Um, we're going to do it when we can do it, guys. Uh, both of us have very busy lives. I know I'm kind of... Well, we do. <laughs> um, we, we, we kind of do. We kind of don't. Depends on <laughs> when we can uh, get out of bed, right? Because... Yeah, we it out. Look, hey, listen, I've said it at the, at the outset. You know, whether we do it once a day, once a week, once a month, or once a year... We're definitely worth waiting for. Yeah, we're worth waiting for. I think so. Although, you know, we're a little, I think, honestly, I think we were a little bit out of practice on this one, but, you know. Um, yeah. I know. It's been a while. We have to get back into the groove. Let's see what happens. Yeah, you got to put the leash, oh. put the leash back on me and crack the whip. Oh, you know, me and, too. Are you kidding, folks? I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to, you know, be honest here. I've, I've had braces put on and I've had them since April. And uh, sometimes it makes it very difficult for me to speak properly. And um, actually yesterday I had things adjusted to the point where they were basically pounding on my teeth, uh, pushing, pulling, and, you know, putting in new wires. And, like, right now it's like a new adventure in pain. You know, I'm on a liquid diet. So that's another thing, too, is, you know, sometimes it's a little bit difficult for me to get the words out properly without sounding as if I'm, you know, um, Ten sheets to the wind. Um, yeah. Well, so that's another. My reason. problem is my problem is remembering before we start a podcast to put my teeth in. Uh, so. Like. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. Listen. Um, take heart. I think things are going to get a lot better in this country. Um, I believe we're so. going to go through a really rocky time. But we do have a good mm. leader. He has strong people around him. And the more people support our president, the better it'll be. And everybody, I would like everybody, please stay safe out there. We've had two more um, police officers who were killed in the line yeah, of duty. Natalie Corona in yeah. Davis, uh, California. And... Um, Oh, my gosh. I can't remember her name. I think her last name was Tyler. I can't remember. She was in Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, actually, strange. Two um, women policemen were killed. And then, of course, there was um, Officer... Both 22-year-old rookies. Damn. Officer um, Singh. Singh. Um, 
Singh, um, who who was killed mm-hmm. horribly. Um, I'm I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm sick and tired of our police officers being used as targets. This is ridiculous, and I think that if they are not already in place, I think laws have to be put in place that um, that if you are convicted of killing a police officer and there is overwhelming evidence, you get the death penalty and you get it within a month. Justice swift and sure. Exactly. None of this, oh, you know, let's let's have uh, appeals. Oh, my gosh. You want to talk about appeal? I cannot believe I forgot this one. That moron in Pennsylvania who shot that cop in the face, what, 25, 30 years ago? Shabbat somebody? Yeah, yeah it's 25. He's getting a new trial. Yep, a new trial. Well, what I was going to do, <clears throat> excuse me, what I was going to do to wrap it was to uh, call attention to the fact that in two days we lost two 22-year-old rookie female cops, um, one in Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, and the other in Davis, California, you know, where they have such things as um, strict gun laws. Yes, I know. And we've also got you know, the goings on all over the country. We lost, what is it, uh, 58 uh, police officers line of duty uh, by shooting uh, in 2018. And at this rate, we're going to beat that mark. And I just hope, uh, I hope the Valkyrie's wings don't get tired to whisk them off to Valhalla. Um, I'm tired of this. I'm I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. You know, I'm I'm pro uh, Justice swift and sure, short rope, long drop for anybody, you know, convicted of um, killing a police officer. Uh, <clears throat> that's just uh, my opinion as well. And I hold up uh, I hold up all the condolence I could possibly muster yes. for the families, uh, you know, of these slain officers. And uh, uh, I'm trying to remember where it was. Uh, I want to say it was in Iowa, a new fire uh firefighter was sworn in and he was given the badge number that his father who was slain line of duty police officer had worn so um god bless them all god has blessed them all valkyrie bless them all god bless you know, them carry them to the hall of heroes and uh god bless i hope uh, to tell the rest of you out there who are behind a badge hey let's be careful out there And may God bless the United States of America. Samson, speak. Good boy.